your marriage feels more like The Walking Dead than Sleepless in Seattle, it's time for the Legendary Marriage Podcast. We're your hosts, Danielle and Justin Williams, and we know that marriage is hard work. And we believe it can be an adventure full of laughter, fun, and building a connection that lasts. So we're on a mission to inspire and challenge you to live the adventure of a legendary marriage. Welcome to the Legendary Marriage Podcast, Season 1, Episode 25, where we talk about embracing the adventure that comes our way. Enjoy. So I've got a high level of anxiety tonight. Okay. Yeah. So we've been potty training for (laughs) nighttime and over spring break, we worked on uh, getting the uh, nighttime thing going with no more pull-ups. And we had like about a week in a row. Yeah, it was, she was doing great. Of dry nights. And now like almost a week in a row of wet nights. And so I'm just living in fear of the next time I know we get woken up in the middle of the night. And it's really honestly more about me getting woken up. <laughs> More than anything, and having to clean the sheets. Like, it's like in the morning, you hear this, I had a pee accident. And you're like, oh, like, I feel like I just, I need a more of a compassion bone in my body in the middle of the night. I have no compassion in the middle of the night. No, we just need our kids to sleep through the night until we're ready for them to get up in the morning. Mm-hmm. And without any incident, accident, <laughs> oxidant, whatever, that's not too much to ask, is it? I think it might be too much to ask. We'll ask those parents out there. Um, how about how about if um, you know is sleeping through the night too much to ask? <laughs> I'm just oh, I'm over it. I'm over it. And now my microphone is limp and I'm laying down in my chair because... <laughs> you and your microphone. It like, doesn't like... My microphone does not like me. And I've had anxiety. Okay, so like three or four episodes ago, Danielle got into a fight with the microphone <laughs> and the microphone won. She had a black eye from it, the microphone. It pounded me in the face. I don't even remember how it happened. You like tried to adjust it and just like ripped it off the desk and bashed yourself in the face with it. <laughs> And then I laughed for like five minutes to keep myself from crying. And then she was like, okay, you got to cut that out. We can't put that in the episode. Oh, it went in the episode. It went in. So you can go back and listen to that. That was was fun. That was fun. And you know what? I've also been having anxiety this week about the gym. So I There's a lot of anxiety going around our house this week. I know. And I don't like it because... I'm so Ill, I do. I'm so <laughs> ill versed on anxiety. Like I'm just like, eh, it's just it's, I, I don't know what to do with anxiety. Mm. I'm not a worrier by nature. Like my mom, she's a worrier. She would stalk me down if I was two minutes late for a curfew. Like she's a worrier. I'm always like, eh, probably the best. It's it, it'll be for the best. It'll be all good. And so, um, anxiety, not so sure what to do with it, but I know the second I step foot in the gym, I am ridden with anxiety. Yes. 
And Justin's looking at me like, what the heck is your problem? And I think it has to do with being a female in mostly male situation. You you make there's this a, face. There's a like lot of testosterone. You make this face like you've just seen your your favorite teacher naked or something. What? It's this it's this it's this sheer like shock, surprise, terror, fear. I feel like it's more anger. Like if anybody even just talks to me or looks at me, I just get angry. In when you're there at the when gym. When you're at the gym. Yeah. Like, don't talk to me. Don't look at me and think I'm doing something wrong or lifting this the wrong way or something. Oh, you think you're so great? Are you talking to me? (laughs) No, anybody who looks at me. Okay. (laughs) It's just a very... Really self-conscious. It's just a really weird thing because to me it feels like going to shop for a car. Like you're being watched. You know how like when you go to get a car, like the salespeople have like all this psychology and like they're like voodooing you when you walk in. I'm I'm not sure it's voodooing you, but <laughs> but they like have these tricks where they know like if you step this way and you hold your hands this way and you say this thing, it means this and this and this. Yeah, I I mean there are some. Uh, no offense to any of my friends who are in automotive sales, but I think you might be overestimating their intelligence. The, no, just the <laughs> tactics. Oh, oh, okay. The tactic comes down to if somebody steps foot on the lot, you go and greet them and you start talking to them, ask them about what they want and then help them buy it. And then pursue them relentlessly like a panther through the parking lot. You know, I think churches could you learn a lot from car salespeople. Oh, no. Please tell me that's not true. I, I'm just saying, <laughs> over the years, when we when we go to a church, you know, you put your name on the little card, like, sign up if you want some information, if you want to be a part of things. Yeah. And then you get, like, one call or an email, and then they just disappear. And so you just keep going, and and then... You know, and I've and I say this from both sides. As mm-hmm. a pastor, I I worked in those in that area. Sure, sure. And and as a church going person, per- parishioner, parishioner. Yeah. <laughs> um, I see. I I've lived it on that side. It's just interesting. I like prefer- one of the hardest things, and and I I've been working with some salespeople lately. Uh huh. And one of the biggest issues really is follow up. Follow through. I don't anyway. like to be followed through. I don't, I'd rather be like a blended into the background. Like if I go to a new church, just leave me alone until I. Well, sure. But once you put, once you say, yes, I'm looking for a car. I want one of these. Or oh, you say, yeah, yeah sure. I want to be a part of this church and tell me how to, you know, what's the. Become a member or something. What's the yeah. thing? Um, then it's like. There, there's a natural. I see it with clients too. Uh huh. Um, I'll have a relationship with somebody, and they're they're some guy is talking about coaching, and then he, he you know, oh, let's do it, let's do it. Let, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna. I want to I want to work with you. Okay, great. So we set up the initial kind of a 
of a, of a discovery session or even a pre-discovery session where it's just talking specifically about coaching, about what they're looking for, how they want to work and everything. Mm-hmm. And they're, yeah, yeah, it's great. Let's do it. I'm in. I am in. Yeah, this is great. I'm so excited. And I send in the paperwork and it's crickets and tumbleweed. Mm. And if I, if I follow up with them, what happens is there's something about that threshold you know, you come up to a threshold and you start to They're back just away trying from to it. chicken out. Yeah, it, it's not try to chicken out. It's just there's friction, rest, resistance, and opposition, right? Sure. All of a sudden you realize, oh, it's hard. It's expensive to hire a coach, to buy a car, to whatever it is. Um, it's, 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 oh, I'm, what if it doesn't work out? What if it's not the right car? What if the coaching doesn't work? What if it's, yeah. you have that resistance stuff You start stuff second inside. guessing everything. Yeah. Oh my and God. life just springs up all of a sudden. Yeah. 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 Things are... And speaking Any, of spring... And, and guaranteed, anytime you are making a decision to cross a, an important threshold in your life, yeah, life will blow up in some way. Mm. Not in a bad way, but... Speaking of blowing up, what's up with your bracket? Was what pre- what bracket? Your ma- March Madness bracket. That's pretty well, that, blown that's, up. That's turning a corner now, isn't it? <laughs> that was pretty blown up, honey. I, I think... So, let's see here. I, I th- had Villanova willing, winning it all. Like, victors. And didn't they lose the first... No, they lost the second round. <laughs> I told yeah. you they were chokers. They lost. They lost hard. Now, the good news is I still have UCLA and Kansas. No, you don't. You don't have UCLA. They already lost. They lost? Yes, baby. Oh, crap. All right. Well. You got Kansas. You hear this sound? That's that's my bracket. That's your bracket, babe. You know what? It's so funny. I love filling out a bracket, and I love rooting for my teams on the bracket. But no matter what I actually have on my bracket, which, by the way, one side of my bracket was almost perfect in the first round. I'm yeah. just saying. the other That's side awesome. Was, the other side was total crap. But the one side was almost perfect. Um, and yet, even if I have a team on there that, like, makes sense that I'm like, okay, I'll probably put the number one or the number two seed or whatever. Um, I always want the Cinderella team to win. No matter who a I have. Cinderella story. I know. Came out of nowhere. What is it that we want to root for the Cinderella story? Like, what's so magical about that? It's that we... easy to identify with the underdog. Yeah. It's hard to see yourself as the favored son, so to speak, or the favored child. Oh. So I'm putting we myself all, in, in that, there. In that scripture, the 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 two sons, where the yeah. one son says, Dad, I want all my inheritance now, and he goes off and he spends it. And then he turns into the prodigal and the yo- son. The prodigal, yeah, the prod- thank you, prodigal son story. <laughs> the younger son is Who basically is the like... the steadfast guy. Yeah, he's like, hey, what about me? I've, I've been here. I did all the right things, but this guy went off and he was like being a jerk, and, and you're going to throw a party for him? We all want to see ourselves as the younger son, the one that's been slighted in some way who, you know, didn't have a shot. It's an easy rally point. Mm, okay. Right. Somebody tells you, I, I don't think you have what it takes to do to, you know. Oh my gosh. Are you talking about your mom? No. 
Let's not tell that story tonight. Oh my gosh. There's, it's, it's, it's a, we identify with the underdog. Yeah. yeah. I love. So a, I have a, a confession. Sto- I have a confession to make. That you haven't watched any basketball games? No, I've watched some. <laughs> um, but I'm not a basketball guy by any means whatsoever. Yeah. You told last time about the orange ball and the uh, inside. Well, and it may leave people wondering, why is he talking about his bracket if he's not a basketball guy? Because I make you do it? You didn't make, you don't make me do much. Um, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> why did I do it? Why did we put it out there for our Facebook group to, to join the bracket? Yeah. Why would we do that? Well, uh, I mean, it's simple. If you want to build intimacy and connection in your, in your marriage, then one of the basic Bottom line things is do stuff together. Yeah. Danielle loves March Madness. I kind of resent March Madness because it means I lose a wife for three weeks out of the year. Okay. Now, how have I done this season? Uh, anyway. It was so, only the first two days that I watch it hardcore. And yeah, then yeah, I like yeah. marginally watch it's it. It's not. I don't, don't be defensive. <laughs> So the idea was to do it together, you know, and it wasn't, we didn't spend a ton of time on it, but it was just something fun that, you know, it took me a few minutes to put together a, a, a largely automated, it was like, select, what type of bracket do you want? I want the underdog bracket. Okay. Boop, boop, boop. Print it out and I was done. And it was auto-populated? Yeah. I didn't know you auto-populated I auto-populated it. I cheated. Hey. Well, you know, if you had gotten anything decent or anything close to a stellar bracket, I guess I would have been mad. But it didn't matter. It didn't matter. It was something for us to talk about in a way. And so I just, that's why we did it. That's why I did it with you. We use, I used to when I was. Please don't make me sit there and listen to one shining moment. I just, I, I, I just. take that My internal cynic, my internal (laughs) cynic. Just wants to vomit all over the sofa during that whole bit. You know end. what? And I just I I, I know enjoy it. it so much. I I need you to just leave the room when it happens because I can feel your bad vibes. Ugh. One shining moment. It's about the story. This child who grew up to play basketball overcame so many first world problems. One hey. shining you're pissing off our listeners right now. <laughs> Everybody loves one shining moment. Apparently you have a coal I, where your soul is supposed I, to be. I have a dark, dark soul. I think you do. Um, no, it, it's just, it's one aspect for internally for me that just kind of goes, oh, come on. It's the, the best part. It because is. it's about and, the and drama at the same time, and the story. I, enjoy, I, I get that and I enjoy it and it's I can appreciate that. And my appreciator can go, oh, that's cool. And I have a cynic that kind of goes, oh, brother. Yeah. But speaking of stories, <laughs> I want to talk about our story about yes. spring break. The uh, Our mountain climbing adventure. Well, I'm just, I've... I've got the black lung, so it's to go if, with your black soul if you, for not liking one shining <laughs> don't moment. Don't make me laugh! Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
can we cut that okay, out? So, for no, we're not cutting sakes. anything out. So I just, I turned down my mic, but if that's, that's a sound, I'm okay. It's just a little, I'll be okay. A little everybody. tuberculosis never hurt, hurt anybody. Little typhoid. I know. Well, we had spring break last week and we had told the girls we were going to climb a mountain. Spring and they love party on. Yeah. Not that well, kind of spring break. They're two and five. So anything to them that's bigger than like a hill is like a mountain. <laughs> yes. So and near us, well, it's, a couple hours away from us here in Austin is Enchanted Rock State Park park or nature area wildlife area or something and it is what passes for a mountain in central texas Mm -hmm. it is a beautiful geological formation that looks like uh, a boob i'm just it it, it's just kind of a bald mountain (laughs) that sits i I, I don't know maybe a thousand feet it's not large um and it's there's nothing on it it's just one giant rock rock of granite but frankly, it looks like a giant dinosaur dropped a deuce. Because it's just like, it's smooth granite. Like, it's just this... Yeah, it is kind of weird. It looks like that. It, but it's it's really cool, and there's great rock climbing around there, and there's beautiful nature trails to hike and We're on, big and adventurers. Camping. We're um, all about embracing the adventure. Yeah. So we tell the girls we're going to go, so we drive... Two hours away to go to Enchanted Rock. And we left early. We left early. You know. And I had... Because we know, especially during spring break, it gets really busy. And I had remembered... Because there aren't a lot of places where you... you Can can climb a mountain. Go elevation, can climb elevation in central Texas. So, and and it's a very outdoorsy populace here. Yeah, and I had remembered... We left what we thought was early... I'd remembered friends telling me that, that sometimes they yeah. close it because it's too busy. So sure enough, we drive two hours away. And Are we there yet? Are we there? How much longer? Are we there yet? Because we, we normally just go hiking. We have a lot can of trails. Can we watch a show? They always say, can we watch a show? That's not... Uh... No, we're going to the mailbox. Aw, <laughs> oh, Dad! <laughs> It's less than a block away. We're going to the next door neighbor's house. We cannot watch a show. Um, so we get there and it's closed. Yeah, there's a lineup. Break. There's a lineup on the highway a mile long. And, the and Danielle's like, oh, it'll be okay. And I'm like, honey, we're not getting in. We're not. Get- no, it'll be good. It'll be good. I have to go potty. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Okay, so we pull off the side of the road. With all these cars just standing there. Okay, try to angle the car in such a way so that our our little child isn't peeing for the world to see. (laughs) Okay. Oh. So they get back in the car. It's it's we're I, I it'll be okay. We're gonna get in. We're gonna get in. Daniel, I was saying. praying. Like, I had yeah. a good feeling. I uh, was. Yeah. No. Here comes the ranger. Or closed up for the for the day, folks. <laughs> well, what the heck do we do now? And in the old days, quite frankly, I would have. I would have gone. Lost your stuffing. What the crap? You would have gone full on Christmas story on it? Christmas story, yeah. <laughs> Flapper lapping glapagloop. <laughs> um, th- so. 
So you didn't do so that. So we spent two hours driving out there, and now we're two hours from home, and the girls are expecting a and climb a mountain. And you had seen another one of our favorite parks on the way out there. And, and so, so you like, thought, okay, let's go oh, back here. We'll just go there. And oh, they're going to be full too because it's <laughs> spring break in Central Texas. And if they get turned away there, they're going to go right down the road to the other place. And so that's going to be close. Yeah. So we just decide we're going to start heading back home. So uh, we pass through this little town named La 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 La. Lano. 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 It's two L's. So if it, it isn't it with the Hispanic kind of influence, shouldn't it be Yano? Oh, yeah, maybe. But the thing was, I really anyway. just had to go to the bathroom was the issue. Lano, yeah. And we're driving through there and I saw a sign that said restrooms and I practically drove off the road and like took people out trying to get to it because yeah, I... It wasn't quite that, but definitely violated a couple... Uh, <laughs> Probably would have gotten pulled over and by a cop if there had been one. A there. Lano cop. But yeah. you um, know those Lano cops, those they're tough guys. But it was the visitor center and it was right along the riverbed. And we pull up to this riverbed area. I run out of the car, go to the bathroom. I'd been drinking too much tea, and I, unlike my youngest daughter, did not pee alongside of the road with a giant lineup of cars at Enchanted Rock. So we get out and we're like, oh my gosh, what's going on here? Well, they had had this rock stacking, river rock stacking festival yeah, in Lano a couple of days earlier. And so the girls go down and they're like, oh my gosh, look at all these rocks. We're climbing these rocks. And you know what was the sweetest part, honey? They what was the sweetest part, honey? They still thought... That they were climbing a mountain. It was yeah, just, just. It was. It was about. It was barely an angle. It was a. It was a river. Riverbed. Yeah, where the river had turned into a creek. Yeah, it was just a lot of rocks everywhere. Yeah. But it was so sweet because we did climb a lot of rocks and we stacked up rocks. How long do you think oh. we were there for? An hour and a half. Hour and a half, two hours. Yeah, and we were like crossing the river. Allie and I were like crawling across these you know rocks we have to like stretch to step to the next rock and not fall and in the water i was kind of having a heart attack thinking you were gonna drop my babies down river and yeah. i was never gonna see him again i could drop them in the eight inches of water and they stand up and <laughs> now, there was a little current going okay sure but the c- cool thing about it is in our marriage one of our values is living an adventure yeah And it looks a little different for both of us. Yeah. For me, I really enjoyed the spontaneous part of an adventure. Like the... Which I don't mind as long as it's planned. (laughs) The who knows what's going to happen kind of thing. So the whole like our plan got derailed and we ended up on a riverbed stacking rocks was like a high like win in my book like that was even better than the original plan for me and for adventure for you it's more my adventure value is called defy death yeah which explains the i like having a two and a half year old on my shoulders and a five-year-old in my in my arms and hopping across rocks in the middle of the river yes 
And yeah, that wasn't my favorite part. <laughs> Defy death actually sounds pretty severe, but it's like there is. I, I need. I like to have just a, like the rush, the a, adventure, the perceived the... element of danger to it. Mm-hmm. And then, so after we're doing all that, the girls thinks they've climbed a mountain. It was great. So it was yeah. a total win for the day. And then we say, oh, you know, we're gonna find a little place to eat. And it's this cute little town that has a town square in it, which I love cute little old town squares. They're like one of my favorite things on the earth. They're just so cute and quaint. I'm trying to think of how to whistle the Mayberry song, the theme to the Andy Griffith show. What was it? I don't know. I'm not that old, honey. That's not it. That's no. what's going through my head, though. That's because we watched Parent Trap last night. We, oh, that's right. That was, that was in Parent Trap last <laughs> night, which, by the way, I know we've said it before, but that movie it's is wonderful. Uh, uh, just just underplays the, tr- the incredibly traumatic reality. <laughs> I love that if that's, movie. If that scenario had played out in, in reality, th- th- that would be, I mean... It, it, it's incredible. It, it is absolutely incredible. You hide that you have a sister for 12 yeah. years. Your parents didn't tell you you had, you had a sister <laughs> until you meet her at summer camp. And then you find out that your parents got divorced. You come home and, oh, yeah, honey, I'm getting married. And then, you know, okay, now we're going to break it up. And, and like, just the whole thing is there are so <laughs> many things that if my kids behaved like that, they would be in more trouble than they knew what to do with. And if if we actually behaved like that as adults, the child protective services would be at our door. We'd be on the Jerry Springer show. Oh my gosh! Which, by the way, we were on the Jerry Springer show. We were not time. on the Jerry Springer. Don't <laughs> say that. Don't say that. Good grief! I don't want to have to edit this podcast. Do not say that. We were not on the Jerry Springer show. We attended a taping of an episode that I don't think ever actually made. It did. And we got our picture with Jerry Springer and I stood up and asked the question. Yes. This was when we were in college. This was our spring break. Our Remember spring that? break in college. We went in, to Chicago. In Chicago. Yeah. Spring break in Chicago. And we went around the Jenny Jones show too. Oh Remember that? The Jenny Jones show. It was me and Danielle and two other girls. And I was trying to, uh, I was still trying to woo Danielle and I'm just sitting there going, what the hell am I doing? No, you did it. You thought oh, it was no, awesome. No, no. <laughs> no, I didn't. And there you were on national TV twice. Oh, jeez. That was before the days of Facebook where we could just tag the heck out of it and be like, oh, we were all at the Jerry Springer show and the Jenny Jones show. Yeah. Ah. Um, anyway. It's Moving back past the dark days of our <laughs> of our uh, misspent youth. So then we found this cute little pizza shop that was on the had a little porch outside down by yeah. the riverbed. Yeah. And so we went to this little pizza shop and it was all cute and then we walked the town square and got ice cream. It was like the best day. Yeah. It, it was just chill. It was not defying death. No, it was definitely embracing than, my idea of than, adventure. Other sure. than sitting on the little mini picnic table on the, the sidewalk in the downtown area next to the street 
with the two girls with the semi trucks blowing by. With the Jake brakes going. (laughs) Nothing like a quiet day enjoying your ice cream. What? I said. As the bees were attacking us, too. Oh, yeah. Justin Justin has this, like, rage that comes up when bees infringe on his face. It's not bees. (laughs) It's wasps, really. Is that Um, bees? Oh, when we were at McDonald's the other day, you went crazy on the uh, bees. But just, like... Bees are great. I understand bees are an endangered species or something. And what? Yeah, bees are the bee population has been mm. attacked and blah blah blah, and it's not good for the whole world for the whole environment. Um, okay. So I'm, I'm not out hunting bees or killing them. I just other than when they start threatening myself or my kids or our food. Uh. <laughs> I just, I, I don't mind, but any red wasps or hornets or things like that, that they're great. But if they're on my house or within shot of my can of wasp and hornet killer, they will die. So I'm going to confess something <laughs> to our listeners. Oh boy. In our bedroom, we have two cans of wasp and hornet killer sitting on our dresser. And if you want to know why, go back and listen to episode, to the episode where we had a frank conversation about sex. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Did we talk about that? No. We don't use Wasp and Hornet Killer as foreplay. That would be creepy. And I think we'd end up paralyzed. <laughs> and poisonous. <laughs> and we have one on top of our TV stand, too. Justin is not afraid to leave a line of bee and wasp corpses in his wake. Yeah. I, I put their little bodies on little toothpick pikes like Vlad, <laughs> like Vlad the Impaler. Place them <laughs> around the yard. Let all the other ones know. What's up? Don't come here. You'll end up the same way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I was just... Just about our, our, our little adventure. So we went I from, love... okay, we're going to have this great day of <laughs> we knew what we were doing. We're going to have some fun and adve- fun adventure to, well, we just drove two hours for nothing. Yeah. To, okay, let's, let's adapt. And we were like teaching the kids, you know, what's the unknown adventure that we're going to have that we don't even know about? And so they weren't like so much disappointed about the original um, as they were about, they were just excited about what was the new adventure that was going to be revealed. Yeah. And I love that because that's something that we, you know, aspire to and are excited about. It's embracing whatever adventure there is. Oh, my gosh, Justin. Did I tell you about this? When I came home to tell my friend about this whole adventure, about ending up in Lano and all this. She said, we did the exact same thing. I did tell you about. One year ago on this very day. (laughs) It was kind of creepy because she did say that. She said last year. On spring and we would have gotten away with it, too, if it weren't for you nosy kids. <laughs> she said they went to the same pizza place, and she went down after that same festival and stacked the same rocks. Yeah. Because they had to go to the bathroom. That's and, weird. And you thought you were original. 
you're just another photocopied <laughs> phony. <laughs> but come on, that's super weird. It's uh, it's entertaining. I don't know about weird. It is weird and entertaining. So I, I don't know. I guess the point for us was embrace the adventure. Don't, don't give up. Adapt. Embrace the the adventure and watch out for semis blowing through town and leave. A wake of bee corpses <laughs> wherever you go. <laughs> Justin, I feel like you could have one of those, like, what's that called? The six-shooter belt. <laughs> and you would be like wasp and hornet killer. I would have been a gunslinger you in, the, in would the Old have West. Been. I, I would have been. That's one thing that's extremely manly about you, your um, willingness to kill. I think you would have uh. been a g- <laughs> I think you would have been a good wow caveman. Uh, somehow this is derailed. This feels back in the day. Is this, if, if this, if the wasp and hornet killer thing wasn't foreplay, is this maybe? But okay. listen, but listen, think about that. If I see a guy that's like, oh, I'm not gonna kill a spider. I'm like, come on. Now, now, I respect people who don't wanna don't wanna kill things. Uh, that's fine. I. I, I respect life in all its forms, and I and I value it. Um, I respect, but just not in the same way that that the people who want to capture the cu- the spider in the cup or shoo the wasp outside or whatever. I, I just, I'd rather the killing aspect because if you just shoo a spider outside, they're coming back in. I I, I think you're grossly overestimating the psychology of a spider. <laughs> What if it's like a tarantula? You're going to let it out and just know when it's going to come back in I'm going to be really curious about why there's a tarantula in my house. Is this what we're talking about now? Why are we talking about this? It's, it's <laughs> I'm going to bed soon. I really don't appreciate the planting, subliminally planting the nightmares. Um, so anyway, we had these beautiful pictures of the girls oh, stocking, yeah. stacking rocks. Stocking racks. Stocking rocks. <laughs> Stacking rocks and and having fun. It was a great it was a great day. Our spring break, like we weren't gonna go to Disney. We weren't gonna do anything like that this year. We're just chilling. We're just chilling. And so we managed to find some adventure on that day and we did some other stuff. Well, that's all we have for this episode of the podcast. It is. I think so. Hey, yeah? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> awesome. Well, this has been fun. I, hey, I kind of like talking to you. I do, too. I do, too, honey. Let's do it again next time. Let's do it again. Yeah. And we encourage you to talk to each other, too. Go find your spouse tonight and grab some chit-chat. And live an adventure. Hey, yeah. maybe kill a spider. It could be foreplay for you. Sure. Sure. Please, um, that is really all we have for you tonight. Please check us out on iTunes. Um, Subscribe, rate, and review the show so that we know how we're doing and other couples can find us. Have a great week. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Legendary Marriage Podcast. We're thrilled to have you with us on the adventure. This is Danielle and Justin reminding you, don't settle for an ordinary marriage. Make yours legendary. Legendary.